This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I walk across this barren wasteland just to atone for all of my many sins. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And Remington, that was a little too on the nose of a uh, intro, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you think so? Yeah, like you know, you, you try to you try to be a little clever with your little uh, intro bits, especially to those who understand what you're referencing, which is only a couple. But that's where you're wrong, Sean. I don't have an ounce of clever in me. <laughs> you're about to have a fucking cleaver in you if you keep up with the stupid jokes. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I, last, last week I discussed that I was, uh, paranoid. I was starting to get worried. Things had been too favorable for too long. And, uh, while you said you had no ulterior motives last week, I'm suspicious about that fact. My prediction is that stuff is going to go really bad either this week or next week. Uh, so I'm prepared. Uh, I'm ready. Uh, as ready as I can ever be. You cannot break me. What are we doing? Why do you automatically have to assume that I'm trying to... (laughs) That I'm out to get you. (laughs) Because you are. It's not a tinfoil hat wearing situation. You can't be like, oh, he's crazy if the tinfoil hat actually works. (laughs) As you really reshape the one you're currently wearing. (laughs) Gotta adjust it to be nice and fashionable. (laughs) Oh, well, Remington, honestly, I feel like you just have a really poor opinion of me. I may have been trying to uh, set something up that's really nice for you. Have you considered that fact? The only reason you ever set up nice things for me is in contrast to horrible things for me. Look, Remington, I've done a lot of things in the past, you know, but that was the past. We're in the present. Oh, but of course, things have so dramatically changed. You know what? You know what, John? Okay, let's... I, I, I'm i gonna... I'm going to briefly, uh, a moment of vulnerability, I'm going to take the tinfoil hat off, uh, keep keep it to the side, nice and, and prepared and ready uh, in case things change, but I'm going to put it off to the side uh, and I, I'm, I'm going to assume the, the best in you. I'm going to assume that things are going to go fine this week, that you're not going to completely fuck me over, and that everything is going to be swell. So with that, that sheer naive optimism within my bosom, I have to ask Sean, what are we doing this week? Well, Remington, now that you've finished talking about your bosom, uh, (laughs) which is not a mental image that I wanted to have today, uh, (laughs) I figured that we'd uh, take a bit of a sidestep, you know, go in a... Oh, okay. Go in a bit of a, a different direction. Uh, because I came across a show uh, recently that I avoided watching when it was first airing because I was like, eh, it doesn't look like my style. And then I watched it. Uh-huh. And I have to say, this is a strange and interesting experience, Remington. Oh, no. The word strange and interesting? Uh, no, it's still optimistic. It's going to be, It's. Still, I'm sure it's because it's just such a groundbreaking, original, and unique experience. Tell me more! Well, Remington, I've taken your criticisms lately into account, so uh, this week we're going to be doing a uh, short-form anime. Oh, hell yeah, about time. The less I need to see, the better. 
okay. That's a great step in the right direction. Yep, yep, yep. Because a lot of our uh, more cute and uh, comedy-based uh, anime that we've covered recently, you've wanted them to just be more short form, which is a fair and valid uh, concern for a lot of reasons. So I went ahead and found a recently aired comedy that is, uh, you know, only 12 minutes an episode. Oh, okay. You know what? Half-length episodes. Sounds good. Yep. And I searched long and hard, and I came across some rather amusing uh, titles, and I thought that this one would just be the most perfect one to show you, because after all, Remington, it's about science. I, I like science. Science is great. Uh, I'm I'm a nerd about science. Uh, I, all right. What, what, are, are we just watching like Weeby Bill Nye? Um, no, unfortunately. Though I would tear <laughs> that up. That would be great. That would be <laughs> all right. Ideal. All right. What exactly? Uh, if if it's not Weeby Bill Nye, uh, and if it's not Weeby Neil deGrasse Tyson, and if it's not uh Weeby, I mean, it has about uh, as much uh, arrogance as uh Weeby Neil deGrasse Tyson. It feels like sometimes. <laughs> Oh no, oh no. <laughs> that's dangerous. I know it's dangerous, that's a, but that's a lot of arrogance there. <laughs> that is that is a lot Neil, of arrogance. Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's he's a, a delightful educator and communicator. Bit of a prick. <laughs> Bit of a prick. <laughs> <laughs> And you just need to look at his Twitter feed to uh, really understand that. Like, I remember reading one of his tweets on uh, the leap year saying that we're not actually leaping. Uh, it's more <laughs> time is changing. And the, yep. the best response ever was, I wonder if we could, what we could call the sudden jump in time. Yep. It's like, oh, like, don't, uh, like, Neil, my man, you know, I, I respect a lot of the stuff you've done. And I love that you love science as much as you do. You don't need to have an opinion on everything. <laughs> yeah, that that's our job, clearly. Uh, so, so what, what are we? jumping into we're, we're discovering some science is it an educational show uh not exactly it's more like a <laughs> weeby jimmy neutron is how i would describe it okay you know what i i, I can I, I was down with jimmy neutron when i was a, a young boy uh, when i was a, a nice little kid real talk, jimmy though, neutron was my jam real talk though have you actually seen like screen caps or clips of anything jimmy neutron related uh lately uh, are you talking about the fact that like the animation quality has not held up over time and the fact that everybody is like a giant bulbous monster that makes me want to scream in the dead of night. All except for Carl, who still has all of the same glory as he did when I was a child. You know, it's hard to fuck up round. Dylan, Dylan, insert a Carl soundbite for me, please, and thank you. Oh, we're going to get sued by Nickelodeon. Good work. <laughs> it, it's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> so, uh, the, uh, unfortunately, I imagine this show will not have uh, a Carl Weezer in it. It does have a ginger. Uh, uh, you know what? Close. It may not have a Carl Weezer, but it at least might have a Sean Rollins. All right. Hey, hey, hold on. Hold I've on. always, I've always viewed you as an older discount Carl. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's where we're going. You know, I don't have to show this show to you, Remington. I could pick something else. I mean, we're still... I still haven't given you the name. I could just be building up your expectations for something completely different at this point. Oh, God. All right. Wait, wait, wait. What's, what's the title of this show, Sean? Well, Remington, the title of the show is... Uh, uh, oh, Japanese. Uh, is Ueno-san wa Bukiyo. Oh, completely meaningless to me. Uh, or the English translation is How Clumsy You Are, Miss Ueno-san... 
Uh, oh, okay. Oh. So basically, Remington, what? this is a uh, slice of life, uh, semi-science fiction fantasy comedy show about a uh, brilliant uh, middle school inventor uh, and uh, her wacky inventions that get people into trouble and uh, a little a little crush she has on one of her club members. Uh, you know what? This sounds this sounds interesting. It sounds like it could actually work. Mm-hmm. You know, not a bad little concept, and it's short form, so it means it'll. Have have a good amount of chance to do quick, short, punchy, uh, really to the quick uh, type of comedy. And I'm curious to see what you think about it, Remington. There's not really much else to say about it, aside from the fact that the comedy in this is very, I would say eclectic is the good word for it. Okay, uh, eclectic comedy. And by, and by that, what what exactly do you mean, Sean? They take things in some very strange routes, and I don't know how to feel about it personally, but that's why I'm showing it to you, Remington, because I want you is, to help me dissect this. Is it like Joe strange? No, 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 different flavor. Is it Forest Fairy 5 strange? No. <laughs> the best flavor. The worst flavor, <laughs> Jesus fuck. Yeah, we've actually had people go and try to watch it, and nobody has come back saying anything that you have said about that show. <laughs> <laughs> One sec, I, I want to do a quick comparison, since both have been mentioned. I'm going to do a quick Google for Forest Fairy 5 and Jimmy Neutron and see which one looks better. Uh, that's, that. Oh, Christ. Um, all right. Uh, Forest Fairy 5, definitely, definitely not a looker. No, it's like the worst Unity project. Uh, then Jimmy Neutron. Also not great, but it, like effort has been put in. I think Jimmy Neutron wins. I, I thought Forest Fairy 5 might have a chance. It didn't. No, Forest... <laughs> no, God. No. <laughs> like, Remington, Forest Fairy 5 had a budget of like a pack of gum and some $2. cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. I want to encourage everyone because I recognize that the vast majority of our listeners right now, they have not seen Forest Fairy 5. Even if they've heard us talk about it before, they still probably have not seen it. Please go watch it. Just, it's it's a masterpiece. It, it's, it's not worth it. fucking brilliant. It's not worth it's it. It's so good. I researched it. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's one of the best things we've done on the podcast. Patently <laughs> false. All right. It, quality-wise, obviously, uh, like the worst thing. However, uh, I'm, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave with a controversial claim. Uh, I enjoyed Forest Fairy Five more than I enjoyed Spirited Away or Cowboy Bebop. So, wow. <laughs> <Those> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you. I recognize Cowboy Bebop and Forest and Cow- I recognize Cowboy Bebop and Spirited Away. Very good anime. Very well done. I just didn't enjoy either of them. So, uh, oh. yeah. Uh, that does. Anyway, back back on track to our our weeaboo Jimmy Neutron Japanese girl. Uh, so I imagine she's gonna get in all sorts of shenanigans. What types of of inventions does she do, Sean? Uh, some some a lot of robotics. Uh, mostly it seems like some fancy. Okay, okay. Some fancy like uh biological stuff. It, it's very wild, and I'm sure you will find it to be quite wild. And honestly, man, there's not really much else I can get into. I'm still stewing over that comment you just made. <laughs> Uh, it, it, don't worry. Hey, Sean, just like I came in, sometimes you have to put your preconceived notions aside. You have to be optimistic and positive. That's how I was at the start of this episode. And look how it worked out. You just need to do the same and completely disregard the anger and the fury that you feel for me. And we can jump right into things. You compared some of the greatest <laughs> anime of all time to one of the worst anime of all time. And I said, 
said that they were objectively better anime that I didn't enjoy as much. <laughs> yeah. But we're getting... This isn't the issue at hand, Sean. Let's not get sidetracked. What we're doing now, we're exploring the very clumsy Miss whatever her face was. I've already forgotten. Let's do it. Let's jump into things, Sean. Okay. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> Son of a... Bitch-ass whore. All right, let's go jump into a couple episodes of How Clumsy You Are, Miss Ueno. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming four whole episodes of How Clumsy You Are, Ueno-san. And Remington, I'm just really curious to see what you have to say about this show, because I feel like you'll have some deep and uh, culturally significant insights that'll really broaden our horizons on the type of anime that I have shown you today. Uh, well, Sean, uh, I feel I feel like there there were some details that, that, that were left out in, in part one. No, no, I, I feel like I was pretty accurate with all of my uh, statements. And, well, uh, as as per usual, uh, pretty much accurate. However, there were some bits that that you left out. One bit in particular, really, uh, is the intense sexual frustration within this show. <laughs> uh, because oh boy, there's a lot of sexual frustration. Uh, are you sure you're not just projecting something uh, onto the show that you yourself are feeling, Remington? I mean, I'm I'm, I'm 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 pretty confident. Don't get me wrong. I am just as sexually frustrated and morally repressed as anybody else out there. However, <laughs> this show, uh, it, it definitely, it's uh, interesting. It's interesting. You you were correct in your description earlier. <laughs> I mean, Remington, how could I not show you a show that is so clearly inspired by the shows of our childhood? Well, I mean, it... it, it you know what? I, I will accept that, and it certainly also has a, a Japanese f twist to it. Uh, let, let's let's jump into it and explain. So, uh, each little twelve-minute episode is actually separated into two parts, which is every part is just a different invention and a different thing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the the very first one, its opening show is. Uh, she, uh, Miss Ueno? Yep, Ueno. Cool. Ueno is trying to get the, the dude who I've forgotten his name. Oh, that would uh, be uh, Tanaka. Tanaka. Ueno is trying to get Tanaka to drink her pee. Yeah. So that is how, <laughs> that is how the show starts, which is a bold beginning, might I say. It yeah. is, it is a strong choice. But Remington. Yeah. How can you truly love someone if you don't drink their pee? Um, well, you know, uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, if, if, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Go for it. Uh, I, I prefer personally methods of showing love that are beyond Bear grills. That's my preference. Uh, <laughs> but that's the first one. Essentially, uh, Ueno has created a device that, uh, that, that what it does is it, it can purify any liquid. And so she purifies her pee because she really wants him to drink her pee. Um... Uh, and but Remington, that sounds like a wonderful invention. Couldn't that change the fate of the world as a whole? Uh, and it certainly could. Uh, I remember that's how we met, trying to get each other to to drink each other's pee. Uh, however, <laughs> it, it was just it was a strong start, uh, and it, it definitely put up some red flags. 
the the second invention of the first episode uh, is is similarly uh, bold because now Ueno wants him to look up her skirt because she has a device that will cloud it up with space and time so that if it works, you can't see up a girl's skirt, basically. Uh, I mean, that seems like a pretty valid invention. It's, you know? it's totally a valid invention. Uh, and so she, she challenges it by taking off her her panties and trying to to show him and trying to arouse him even though he can't see anything uh, all all of this time so obviously you have Ueno, uh the the main main girl who's very sexually frustrated uh very intelligent but also very petty and over dramatic and very neurotic uh then you have the dude you've told me his name moments ago already forgotten it tanaka 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 uh he's he's the straight man he just uh He's a straight man of this comedic group where anything that happens, he's very nonchalant. They, they play with that a little bit, and I don't know how I feel. We'll get to that point later. But uh, but yeah, I think he's, he's at his best when he's uh, just uh, oblivious and aloof. Uh, and then you have, uh, let's see, I wrote their name down somewhere. Uh, y- Yamashita? Yep. Yamashita. So, uh, Yamashita, who is, uh, their, th- their third, uh, friend in the club, who is very supportive of Ueno. Um, yep. but, like, it's difficult to describe her character. It's very reserved, but very sassy at the same time, uh, which I support. I enjoy that character. She's like the hybrid straight man. She's straight when she needs to be, but also goofy when it requires it. Yeah, and, and she, she quite a lot does the, like, completely stone-faced throw a joke out there style, which I think totally works. Anyway, so uh, with this show immediately in the first episode, you can tell that it's it's quick, it's punchy. It really works with the half length, uh, even more so because it's then cut in half once more. Uh, nothing really overstays its welcome. All the jokes are quick and out there. Uh, and I think it, it knew it, what style it was going for, and it did that style decently well. Uh, in the second episode, uh, let's see. What, what, were, what was the inventions of the second episode? Uh, one of them was uh, protective padding, if I remember correctly, was the uh, way they phrased yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the- and the first one was, uh, oh goodness, what was it? They were all so wild and crazy that they all kind of blend together. You know what I mean? Yeah. I- oh, it was the, it was the, uh, an- the purification uh, machine, the anti-smell one. Oh yeah, so uh, in in episode two, you you get uh, a purification. Uh, this one doesn't purify water; it purifies smells. And this is all just so that Ueno can get uh, the the man of her dreams to smell her tights. And uh, basically, it, it's a very Acme like system. Uh, is is what this show is. It's so much like Acme because you got you got Wiley Coyote in this case Ueno. And mm-hmm. constantly coming up with new schemes, uh, new inventions, new shenanigans that are always so convoluted and and just never work, uh, or at least not the way that she wants them to. And I mean, that's a good formula, and it fits that formula surprisingly well, uh, even at times where it definitely is a, a little bit weird. Uh, I, I, I'll be honest, w- with the sexual frustration, I, I've struggled to make a strong verdict on it, uh, and I, I think I came to a conclusion but we'll save the conclusion for a little bit later. Okay. Uh, But then after the purification 
uh, s smeller. Then you end up getting the. Uh, uh, this is the uh, protective padding. The protective is, I padding. The way they yes. Phrased it. The protective yes. padding. Um, and this one, it had quite a bit of comedy within it. Uh, because essentially she turns it into a bra so that he can look at her boobs and she can be like, ah, you're looking at my boobs. Uh, and then potentially touch her boobs. Uh, and it, it's very like this is just like any 14 year old harebrained schemes like that's sort of what's going on it's here. like an anime ed ed and eddie it feels yeah like. um what well, you know what this is sean what this show is so we already discussed jimmy neutron right and right. then you take sort of a, a love is war or the teasing master takagi-san uh correct hey uh so jimmy neutron teasing master takagi-san uh and then mix it with johnny bravo uh and <laughs> <laughs> when you mix it, <laughs> when you mix it with Johnny Bravo, it all makes sense. I, I don't know what you're trying to say. Uh, because. I mean, just because of the sexual frustration in a weird children's medium that doesn't quite make sense, but still sort of works. Um, and so, uh, yeah, and, and so two episodes in, it's it's still working, even though it's still very, very weird. Uh, I think one of the reasons why this works, and I, I started to realize this in the third episode, was that usually the punchline uh, to all of these like sexually frustrated and even like sexual things isn't, oh, wow. Wow. Hey, audience, isn't that pretty sexy? Um, or at least it, it's not just that. Occasionally it does border on that. Uh, but usually it, it actually utilizes the sexual frustration for sincere comedy, not just for, oh yeah, that's hot. And that usually we don't see that. We've seen a lot of attempted quote unquote romantic comedies on this podcast. And most of them uh, have, uh, like so often you get the punchline of, oh wow, isn't that an awkward, sexy situation they find themselves in, right? Uh, usually when you get uh, a peeping Tom or walking in on somebody while they are bathing or something like that. Uh, very, very yeah, common. Yeah, typical lucky pervert scenario. Exactly. And w with that, like, they, they try to play it off as a joke of like, oh, how crazy, how, oh boy, oh, isn't that wild? But really, they just want to, like, show off fan service, and that is, like, 99% the reason. And while that may be a small reason uh, within this show, it is definitely not the primary reason, or at least it, it's not presented as it. Because, yeah, there's a whole lot of sexual frustration and innuendo. It's very, uh, it, it's very aware of that, and it will make that known. However, the comedy within the show, it utilizes that without solely being about that. Uh, and I commend that it, it's different it's not just to titillate the audience it's actually to make them laugh it's actual comedy it's actual jokes and premises that have a payoff uh and i just appreciate that because it's it's the single best use of sexual frustration in comedy that we've seen in anime and boy have we seen a lot of that um Wow, okay. I'll be honest, Rem, I was not expecting you to actually have this many good things to say about it. I mean, frankly, I'm a little bit surprised myself because I, once again, strong red flags early on. But the characters are strong and interesting. I like how delightfully petty Ueno is about literally everything, uh, and uh, they just utilize that so well. Yamashita is 
is just a, a bundle of, of stone-faced sarcasm and deadpan comedy. Meanwhile, Tanaka? Yep, Tanaka. Tanaka is uh, really nice and aloof. There is a weird exception to that when, uh, namely, it's in the episode we talked about, like, the protective padding, because he guesses that it's on her butt and he ends up spanking her a whole lot, and you see sort of see evil Tanaka, and... I think it was genuinely humorous, the scene, but it just sort of felt incongruent with Tataka. And don't get me wrong, uh, I, I know that I'm the I'm the guy who's who's uh, c- commonly said just, oh, I need some complex stories into these these silly comedies. That's not what I'm asking. Uh, it's it's almost never what I'm asking. Uh, it was just a very minor gripe of weird character inconsistency that I think can dilute the comedy a little bit, but it was still a, a generally funny scene. Uh, you, you get very strong reactions. The characters are very expressive, especially Ueno. Uh, and and just overall, uh, it, it's it's pretty pretty solid. Uh, you in, in episodes three and four, you get other Conventions like one that can uh, essentially censor in person any naughty bits. Ah, uh, yes, the the God Ray effect, as uh, the impossible light. Yes. Yeah. Then you get uh, Robo Ueno, uh, which was a fun one, uh, which then tries to sort of just like falls in love with Tanaka just as much, uh, and and a couple others that I can't remember right now. Sean, if you want to list them, you are free to. Nah, I think I'll leave it to the folks who actually want to watch the show. Cool, because that's part of the surprise after yeah, all. Yeah, like ev- every episode, it has a nice gimmick of what's, what's the premise. And I argued, uh, I remember way back when we talked about Love is War, I-, I mentioned how it had a wildly fascinating premise, but it was at its best when it was not following its premise because it, it under-delivered on its premise and over-delivered on, uh, on other qualities, right? And so I... I- feel uh basically the exact opposite with Ueno. With with Ueno, you have a show that is has a strong gimmick, like every single thing, there's gonna be an invention. She's it's usually based in her sexual frustration, and from that, she's going to try and fail to seduce it. Very Acme, Wiley Coyote system, and it works every time. It it has uh, different variations on a similar theme, and it actually works. I did not think I would uh, enjoy this show, and it certainly is not like a perfect show by any means. I don't think anybody's going to be lauding it as high art, uh, but it's fu- it's funny. It works as a comedy. It's silly. It's ridiculous. It gets the punchlines out there. It's it's creative, uh, and I appreciate that. Uh-huh. Well, this is actually a very interesting twist, Remington. I mostly chose this one because I wanted to get a nice quick short-form anime out, but as well as I thought I'd be curious to see how you'd react to the sheer zaniness of it, but I did not think you would have as high regards for it as you seem to do. I, I sort of feel, in a weird way, that this is like the the comedy equivalent of, I believe it was Citrus, the, the one I surprisingly liked. Oh. Was, was that? Oh, no, no, no. You're thinking of Domestic Girlfriend. Oh, God, Domestic Girlfriend. No, Citrus was awful wasn't it? Yeah, it was the one with a lot of, you know, uh, sexual abuse and assault, uh, but not delivered in an interesting way. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, no, that one was yeah, awful. With- I, I easily get mixed up with anime. Good God, I've seen so many. Anyway, Domestic Girlfriend. I feel like this is sort of the comedic equivalent of Domestic Girlfriend, where both, on paper, would be rough sells for me. Uh, but both of them generally work, or at least how, how much I've seen of Domestic Girlfriend. Once again, I've heard it gets much worse. But, but both of them, up to the points that I've seen them, wow. While being very sexualized shows, 
they actually utilize that sexuality to further. In this case, in in Domestic Girlfriend, it utilizes it uh, on a more emotional or dramatic scale and proper sexuality. This more sexual frustration, more juvenile, and uh, for the purpose of comedy. But because the purpose isn't just or is, isn't exclusively, hey boys, isn't that pretty titillating? It can actually be interesting. It can actually be engaging. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, care to take a guess at how uh, highly this is rated on average? Uh, oh, see, this is a difficult one. I'm going to say uh, 7.4. Believe it or not, Remington, you're guessing high. Oh! Okay, that's rare. That's rare to happen. Uh, is it in the sixes? It is. Wow. 6.7 is the average on Mal with about 27,000 votes. When, so. when it's in the sixes, that's not great. Uh, like, for, for anybody who's not a frequent listener to our podcast or just not immersed into the anime world, weebs will rate anything highly. Uh, usually, seven is good, eight is amazing, Nine is godly. Like, that's the tier. Six is is mediocre or mixed, I would say. For the perspective of most weebs, at least. Uh, which is surprising, because this this is actually, like, a, a pretty decent comedy. Definitely has its flaws. Definitely far from perfect. However, for what it is, like, I, I think it succeeds. That's, that's impressive, honestly. Like, I'm actually really surprised that, for once, Remington, uh, you actually have grown uh, towards an anime that a large number of people are just not a fan of. And you know what? I think the reason behind that is uh, I'm excited uh, to hear it psychoanalyze me daddy uh, I, I can almost guarantee that the mo the biggest reason most people uh, dropped this show or were not interested in it were probably because of those red flags you mentioned yeah, I mean no don't get me wrong the first episode boy oh boy like you it shows you the spirit of the show uh, but it, but it's similar to how uh, many many teachers they will have a month of just absolutely difficult super crazy assignments heavy workloads just so they can weed out anybody who's not willing to put in any of the work and then it becomes much easier. Don't get me wrong, that sexual frustration, it is throughout the whole show, but it's able to sort of contextualize it a bit better. If if you are completely against any of that, this is not your show, uh, undeniably. Uh, many people would put me in that category, but I still generally enjoy it, so. Well, shit, that is a very strange twist and I'm actually kind of happy. Uh, me personally, I wasn't the biggest fan of the show, but I did watch its completion and found uh, enjoyment in most of the episodes so i i'm, I'm impressed honestly yeah i mean i like i think it's just the fact that it's such a, a sweet relief compared to so much other comedy that's done in this vein like i i touched on this before but i don't know if i've ever seen a funny an, a genuinely funny example of the quote-unquote lucky pervert trope or any of the related tropes uh because rarely is it actually a joke it's just fan service pretending to be funny and that that doesn't that doesn't work you can't show up to a, to a stand-up comedy gig show up to an open mic and then just like open up a playboy and be like eh eh like that's not i mean i'll be honest i would probably laugh oh <laughs> i mean maybe for the sheer absurdity of the fact uh, it, like, don't get me wrong. Many people are going to like like the Playboy that you are showing. However, 
it's just not it's just not why they're there uh, or at least not the claimed reason why they're there weebs are a different beast uh but yeah. nonetheless is this show perfect by no means is this show uh pretty solid yeah wow that is an interesting opinion and arguably i'm curious to see what kind of emails we get in response to this one i guess remington with all that being said uh i guess i have one final question would you be interested in watching uh some more how clumsy you are Uenonosan, with me yeah you know what chad I, I was very nervous. I was very skeptical that I would, especially when we started watching it. However, uh, at the end of the day, after seeing what I have, yeah, I think I would be interested. Sounds good to me, bud. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed our deep developing banter into the weirdness of teenage romance and or lack thereof, then please, uh, we have just a little bit of house cleaning for you. We just got, uh, mm, fuck, uh, just, just start that whole thing over. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I'll start Just over. like fantastic, and before we go, we have a little bit of house cleaning. Yeah, I, I don't know why I tried to do something. <laughs> you skipped ahead a little bit. I, I've been spending the past, like, hour and a half shitting my guts out, man. I need, I need something. I need a pizza or something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, okay. And before we get out of here we just have a little bit of house cleaning we need to do uh for those of you who are interested in uh supporting our strange endeavors uh we have a patreon filled with all kinds of lovely bonus content and uh interesting experiences for uh many to behold and one of those uh bonuses that you can get on the patreon is a shout out here on the podcast so remington who are the lovely people that we need to talk about well today? of course i want to send uh, all of our gratitude to our bland bitch protagonists as well as our magical girls uh and i should mention on all these tiers you guys you get the greatest stuff you get pre-banter you get q a episodes you get bonus episodes once a month you get specialized shout outs all these things are possible and more uh but with th th with these shout outs we start off with the yandere waifus they love us so much they're willing to murder anybody in uh in their wake and we start with Sarah Birch and Miles To Go, Kazu Morocco, Leos123, Hayden Lecker, Anonymous Gamer, McAlex, Salty Pretzel, Glenn Michael Dolan, Ross Palmer, Jacob Livingston, Xerix, H. Wood, Nico Nico Nee, Nico Nico Nee, Nico Nico Nee, Farmer Weeb, Alexander Nasiensenyo, Shun's Mom, Andrew Rawicki, Grant Firetype, Matthew B. Devin McCutcheon and Chris Salas. Thank you guys so much, our lovely Andre waifus. We're feeling the love just as much as we feel the tip of the knife at our throats. Uh, but above that, there is even more because we move on over to Hogwarts itself, the land of the Badgers, the Griffins, the Snakes, and you would think it's the Ravens, but it's not actually the Ravens. Uh, it's like, like an eagle? Is that it, Sean? Is it an eagle? It it is it is eagles yes yeah, it's nonsensical it's bullshit uh but <laughs> I say that as half Ravenclaw myself. It's fine. Uh, but our boy wizards, uh, who we're very appreciative of, of course, we have Chase Fredette and Delina Perez. Uh, and both of you, you guys are, are the magical core. Uh, you guys are our two horcruxes. If you die, then the podcast dies. So just an FYI on that. No, no pressure. But <laughs> that is, okay, I don't. Think it's you quite a bit of pressure. <laughs> D Delina, Chase, don't die, please. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be so Christ. much. It's going to be real bad if either of them die now. 
<laughs> no. If either of them die, now we are a suspect. So definitely don't die, Delina or Chase. But there's more. Because, of course, uh, right, right past Hogwarts, if you squint a little, if you take the magic car a couple of left turns, you end up at the White House, the Chefano-Musco tier. We put it there as a joke, and it just keeps getting bigger. And on this tier, we have Cassidy Justin. We have the patron saint him. Oh, wait, we need uh, Cassidy Justin. Uh, just in. Ah, I'm so bad at coming up with good ones for Cassidy. I feel so bad. Sean. Maybe you need to uh, cast your line somewhere a bit better. Hmm? Okay, yeah. there we go. There, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, then we have our patron saint himself, none other than Saint. On the flip side of things, we have the almighty sinner. Then we have Zachary Shirley, who surely is just a great person for, for contributing so much money to us. Then we have Omoto Ahigao, which I, I, I greatly appreciate your contribution, even if I, I do not necessarily greatly appreciate the name. Uh, we have Take Your Damn Money Dylan, which of course, Dylan's mob connections that we've discussed previously. They forcefully uh, give him money, uh, and if he ever refuses to accept it, then uh, he dies. Uh, lots of death in this, uh, just a heads up. You didn't think this was as deadly as a shout-out as it was, but as it turns out. Then we have the touchy diplomat, uh, a very touchy man, but you know what? Uh, or, or woman, or woman, who is is really delegating and uh making those links with other nations then we have the silicon specter who i always want to say I'm, I'm sure they are a very attractive individual but sean prohibits me from making any sexual references about their name or about them being a sexy ghost i'm not allowed to do that so i'm not going to and that is not my way of of doing it without doing it all right i really need to teach you with the difference between silicone and silicon <laughs> It's all the same, Sean. Then we have Theo Noel celebrating, uh, giving us a, a Merry Christmas every single day uh, with, with their contribution. Uh, I also, you know, normally, normally we don't uh, read off the the ones that haven't come through yet, the ones that haven't uh, been been charged yet. However, I just want to call attention to questionable life decisions. Uh, you know who you are, and uh, you you have already been read on this list by a different name. You you've signed up twice on this tier, and I would just strongly recommend uh, when when this episode comes out, maybe maybe don't don't do that. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, it's very on the nose with questionable life decisions, uh, but just don't. <laughs> we love and appreciate you, we really do, but we're, we don't deserve that. Don't spend $100 in a single month on us. Uh, anyway, to absolutely every one of you, we, we love and appreciate you guys so, so, so much. You keep our gears going. You keep the cogs turning. You keep Dylan fed in his in his nice little cage. He recently got an upgraded cage. Now it's a gilded cage. It's a very pretty cage. I even I even sprung for a little tiny throw pillow. Uh, yeah, it's the first time he's ever felt any amount of comfort in his life. Uh, he's, he has physical comfort, still no existential comfort, but we can't help that for him. Nah, we're not we're not gods after all. Not yet, anyways. <laughs> but truly, thank absolutely every one of you. It means so much to us yeah 
And if you guys still want to support us, but you don't have the cash to do it, that's perfectly okay, because I have a perfect way for you to help us uh, out. And that is by leaving a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or another way to help us grow is word of mouth. And if you would like to contact us directly, whether it is for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, which I swear to God one day we'll get good at, or you can email us at AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. What is it with you and making promises that we have a hard time keeping? Right? <laughs> it's, it's because I have a yearning yearning to be better, but we don't have the ability. <laughs> we are we are two old men trapped in young men's bodies. It's, it's true. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, thank you all guys so much for tuning in. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Da-da-da. Da-da-da.